0: We're <laughs> staying alive. In fact, Peter Noon is livelier than ever. I'm still alive, yeah. Yes, you are indeed. Thank goodness. Uh, we're losing great rockers like Left, Right, and Center. Well, yeah. So sad to lose David Bowie, who you yeah. discovered
1: practically. Well, yeah, I kind of was at the beginning of David Bowie, and he, I did a TV show in England, and he, was, he played the piano for me, and he showed up wearing a dress, which was the first. Herman's Hermits have a man in the band wearing a dress. Yeah?
0: Yeah. Elton John really that to a whole new level
1: though absolutely yeah androgyny was born yeah
0: Yeah. wow great loss great talent but uh any case uh well we're traveling around the globe and you know a lot of people who travel they they want to know where they're going before they go there and the best way to know that is actually to read about it sure and there are websites out there like gonomad.com there are
1: books out there
0: uh, or you get to talk to people like peter who travels all over the world and you might get some tips and you probably read
1: yeah, but I, I don't give good information. I only like what I like. Wow. I mean, I'm not good at sharing because that way you, the person that you told is going to be sitting in your seat on the plane.
0: <laughs> so you keep And it the seat room seat. will
1: be full at the hotel.
0: <laughs> well, one guy who's very generous with his information, and we always adore having him on board, is Max Hartshorn, who is joining us. Uh, and let's say hello to Max. Hello, Arthur, and hello,
1: Peter and Martha.
0: Yeah. Hello, Max.
1: Hello, Martha.
0: Max, you, weren't you also at the New York Times travel show the other day?
1: Yes, I was. I, I had a great time with, with all the people, all the booths, and all the excitement about travel in 2016. That uh, that's the biggest travel show in the United States for consumers, and it's, it's a not great bigger than this. to kind of go and get a feel for what you could do. and And there was a many seminars there, and among the seminars was my own presentation, which was called "Travel Writing for Beginners."
0: All right, so people who might have dreamt about being a travel writer, because it's a dream, I think, in a lot of people's eyes. Gosh. I could travel, what a great way to earn a career, and, and, and get to see the world on someone else's dime, most, mostly, or at least on a budget. Uh, but the reality may be a little bit different than that, right?
1: Well, you know, I think one of the things people always say is, you know, you have the dream job and you're so lucky, but they don't have to write the articles. <clears throat> I do. <laughs> right. You know. So, you know, it's harder than it looks to write, but it's also very satisfying to go on a trip, come home get some really good photographs all organized and set up and then pick the best ones and then write something that really captures that place and I love sharing my articles and I love sharing the knowledge about how to do it and so what I was going to do in the next uh, six minutes or so is just kind of give you just a quick overview of some of the best tips I can give you that I used for the presentation in New York City fantastic go for it okay well the first thing I'm going to start out with is the most important thing on any travel story is finding out what the hook is What's the what's the essence? What's the hook? We call it the hook or the lead. And what I always say to people is, when you came back from your trip, you probably ran it to some friends or some family, and they said, "Oh, how was France?" And you always come up with a story right at that moment because that's the moment where you think about what was the best thing, what was the highlight. That little story is your hook, and that's where you build everything else around it. So start with something that happened to you, whether it was an experience, a place, a taste, or a quote that somebody told you, and then start with that. Um, we always talk about getting right to the point. You need to have, as a travel writer, make sure you in right the beginning of your article. It's very clear where the story is set. You know, say the name of the place. Sometimes people wait a couple of paragraphs to introduce where they are. And people need to know right away where they are. The other thing we talked about um, is having a story arc. In other words, you can't just write a story that's like, I went here, I went here, then I went there, and then we ate this. It has to have a little bit of a sense of like a challenge or a little bit of emotion. So we always say, you know, there's got to be something that maybe was changed in you or something that was affected by the trip or maybe something that you didn't realize that now you realize there has to be a little bit of an investment of emotion, and something has to happen to you. Otherwise, it's just a litany. So, And also, you want to use all your senses when you travel right. You want to talk about smells and sights, and um, you want to talk about things that you heard. You really try to use all the senses and try to use better words than awesome, great, and nice. You know, to get out your thesaurus when you're writing an article. Um, one of the things we often talk about is, is using... Sources, like we use Wikipedia, and we use travel guides that are provided by hosts that maybe if we send invite us on a trip, they'll provide us with materials. Those are great information to salt your story filled with good facts. People don't want too much history, but they want a little bit of history, a little bit of background. So go to an outside source to get good information and you know, put it in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I also talk a little bit about simple language. Don't try to write um, a fancy, use fancy words. Use simple conversational words. Um, Just an example, I just edited a story we're publishing about a woman who went to Thailand and she volunteered in a dog rescue place. And the story was written in such a simple way. It was just a simple sharing of like, here's what we did every day, here's why this was a good thing, here are the people that we helped, and here's how you can do it. So again, the simpler, the better. Um, if you can't think of something to write about, if you want to be a travel writer, write about where you live. I mean, I'll give an example, Arthur. You live in the most, one of the most beautiful towns in California. I'd love to read more about Santa Barbara. Peter, where do you live? You probably live in a great place. You could write a story about your hometown, and I bet you people would want to read it. Martha, you too. Everybody has a place that they go that is actually worthy of being written about. It's just that you're thinking of it from the point of view of, you know, you live there. Um, So everybody's a local, so think about, you know, where you live. Um, We also talk about being unusual. Think about a a take on a story that we don't expect. For instance, you know, um, wine in Mexico or skiing in, in the desert of Dubai. You know, there's always fun, ironic things that people do that you can write about that catches people's attention. And the way to get people's attention is to be unexpected and unusual. So, you know, try to think of a little bit outside the box. Don't always make it, you know, what you would expect to find. Sometimes you might go to a beach destination, and there's really good rock climbing there. Or maybe you might go to a place where nobody would even think there's any wine. Like, I remember I went to Michigan, and I couldn't believe there was 30 or 40 wineries. So think about what I don't know. And, you know, one of the most important tenets we always say is it's not really about your trip. It's about their trip. So write your story in such a way that somebody would be able to use the information and go on the same trip that you went. So you know, think about it in terms of uh, if there's an experience that you can show how to do it, if there's a place that you really think they shouldn't miss, you know, put that in there. But don't always write in terms of it just being about you. Think about how it might help you know somebody else. Mm-hmm. And as a last little tip, I'd say if you send an article to an editor, if you put a little photograph in the article that captures my attention, It'll be much more you know, in the query. That's a great way to get an editor's attention. Um, now, if somebody wants to find more about travel writing, we have a lot of it on GoNomad. We just published an article which gives a longer version of what we are just talking about. They can find it on the GoNomad.com travel site. Just type in travel writing. Um, and um, feel free to submit an article to Go Nomad. Any of the readers, listeners, we, we'd love to he- read your stories and see your photographs.
0: Wow, this is great, great stuff, Max. Yeah. I mean, wow! Awesome Thank advice. you. And we'd, uh, <laughs> definitely, I want to hear the whole presentation one day. And uh, you did a great job of uh, narrowing it down to just a few minutes, but uh, really good information, Max. And uh, we appreciate Thanks. it. And uh, looking forward to your travel reports because you did such a great job uh, on future editions of Around the World.
1: Excellent. Well, I'd love to be with you guys and have a great day in Santa Barbara. All
0: right, thanks so much. We're going to take a break when we come back. Peter Noon, the legend himself is going to take us to New York City.:
1: All oh, right, you know, because I was in New York City and it was really nice, and I saw this girl with a big red handbag.
0: <laughs> we'll find out more about that right after these Oh) no,